Good morning, everyone. It is January the 12th, 2021. It is a Tuesday. We're going to go through a different topic today. People have told me their feedback about this podcast, this video cast that we're doing, this grassroots thing that we're doing about football and English, looking at English football with a Manchester angle, y'all. That some of my hot takes or bad takes or garbage takes or good takes that I do at the start of some of the podcasts probably should make their own podcast themselves. And you're probably right, y'all. You're probably right. So we're going to do a little bit different today. Today, Manchester United plays Burnley. Tomorrow, Manchester City is at it. Tomorrow in their Premier League matches that are critical for both teams. But I'm going to do the two shout outs in this particular podcast because you know what? I can't help myself. I really can't help myself this morning. I got to do these takes now uh, because you know what, y'all? You know, they're at it again. They're doing it again, y'all. Attacking the good for just being good. I'm telling you, this is just a... uh, a thing that just, you know, the social media loves to, on well, the social media is not at fault. The people in social media, the trolls in social media like to put out there. And the radical, altruistic football mob that listens to garbage and disinformation, misinformation, falsehoods, made up stories, and worse yet, conspiracy theories are back at it again, going against Manchester City. They're doing it again. They love to do it. The the, the mob of altruistic, radical, altruistic, turn into radical, tribalistic fans out there that believe anything out there That social media and the trolls and the people that want to say stuff to get clicks want to say. But it's all misinformation and conspiracy theories. Point number one, the FA draw. Manchester City was drawn in the next round of the FA Cup with Cheltenham. I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name of the club. I've never heard it before. Now, none of you probably that are listening to this have ever heard of Cheltenham. I don't even know what division they're in. That's beside the point. So, the Twitter mob, altruistic Twitter mob, the radical, tribalistic Twitter fan mob went at it again. Oh, no. City got an easy draw. Again, they keep getting easy draws. It's a conspiracy. It's rigged. I never. You know what? I'm from the. I'm in the United States. I'm. I live in the United States. I was born in the United States. I've been all over the place in the world, but I live in the United States. The United States of America is my country. This country's been through hell, on so many different levels. We had a president who hopefully, well, actually, uh, from legally, will not be president within eight days from now. And he used the word rigged to describe losing an election that was obviously not rigged. 
So when I went on social media and I saw the hashtag rigged being near the top of the trending hashtag items, I'm like, WTF. And then I found out that that hashtag was being attributed to Manchester City's draw against Cheltenham. And I said, you know, the radical, altruistic football mob at it again. Going against City. Oh, they got an easy draw. I mean, look at United. They got Liverpool. You know, Cheltenham. City did it again. They get these easy draws. With the Champions League and the FA Cup and the Carabao and the Battery Acid Cup. They get the... And they're being fed a lie. The mob is being fed a lie. But it's hashtag rigged. That the FA draw was rigged in favor of Manchester City and against others. And it has not only that, only that slander, but then you had the fact it's always been the case. Absolutes. Which quickly reminds me of that line in Revenge of the Sith. Only the Sith deal on absolutes. I'm not sure that makes sense in this context, but it just popped in my head and I just say whatever's on top of my head, y'all. But hashtag rigged? Again, a conspiracy theory. Altruistic mobs, tribalistic mobs, devil, not devil, like red devils, but devil or I don't know. But they dig into they crawl, they crawl all over like red ants on someone's foot in Florida, biting away on conspiracy theories. Because that's what the mob tells them. That's what the leaders of the mob tell them. And they buy into it because they have no mind of their own. They don't base anything on facts. They don't base anything on objectivity. They don't base everything on rationality. The FA draw was done live on television. You could watch it. I'm sure you could go on YouTube and watch it. And I want the the radical altruistic mob to watch the draw. Go watch it. And tell me factually, objectively, that it was rigged. Tell me. Give me facts. If you have facts that say for sure, objectively, factually, that the FA draw was rigged, hashtag rigged, in favor of Manchester City, I will be happy to listen to you. DM me on Twitter. DM me at Keith underscore Lizenby, L-I-S-E-N-B-E-E. Do it. Give me the facts that say the FA draw yesterday was rigged in favor of Manchester City. An easy draw. Also, radical altruistic mob. Send me the facts that it's always been the case. Again, always use of the word always is an absolute based again in fantasy. It's fantasy. Being fed to the radical, altruistic, radical, tribalistic mob that is infected football. It's infected it. Driven a lot by social media. It is not the social media company's fault. So don't go there. It is not. Don't go. Don't go there, everybody. I know you want to, but don't do it. 
don't do it. There's so many reasons why you should not do it. I'm not going to get into it or this thing is going to last 66 minutes. You don't want that. But give me facts to say that it's rigged. The facts do not support that Manchester City has gotten always easy draws in cup events. Now, sometimes they do. That's factually true. You might even say half the time, maybe. You could maybe say that, depending on your perspective. But you cannot say that Manchester City always gets the, always, always, always gets the easy, easy, easy draws. What about the, what about the battery acid Carabao Cup? What about that? They could have been drawn in the semifinal against Brentford or, yeah, I think it's, that's a team name that Tottenham got. But no, they drew the toughest team in the draw for the semifinal. Now, some people are going to say that was rigged too because, yeah, you got a derby in the semifinal. Again, where are the facts to support that claim? It's ridiculous. Hashtag rigged. Seriously, y'all? You want to go there? You want to go to hashtag rigged? That makes me sick, to be honest with you. Again, radical, altruistic football fan mob going after a club, obviously not their own, that they support just because they're good. Just because they got resources and trophies with no objective facts to support any of their claims. None. When is it going to stop? Is dangerous. The radical tribalistic mobs in football have been at it for decades. And the worst part of the history of football, the worst elements of football around the world, including England, was when the radical tribalistic mobs turned violent. Do not believe that it won't happen again. Hashtag rigged. Okay. Give me the facts. Give me the objective facts. The mob doesn't ever believe in facts. They believe in conspiracies and lies and misinformation. Trust me. I'm in the U.S. I know all about that. Coming up next, second part, we're going to talk about money and city football group and the root of money. Here we are in the second segment, y'all. Tuesday, January 12, 2021. Manchester is burning. Another shout out. Another shout out. Second one today. Again, I want to address the radical altruistic football mob because they had a second bite out of the apple against Manchester City for just having money and just being good. So I woke up this morning and I rolled out of bed, ready to get training going, ready to, ready to you know, get some iron lifted and all that kind of stuff today. And then I saw on my, my IG feed uh, the club seal of Club Boulevard. And what is Club Boulevard? I had no idea. Why was it on my Instagram today? 
Well, I find out that City Football Group, which is the umbrella business entity that runs Manchester City and 10 other now, well, now 10 other clubs or operates or are partners with or whatever, depending on the different business uh, deal they have with those clubs, they added the biggest club in Bolivia, which is Club Bolivar. Never heard of them. I don't follow Bolivian football. I don't know anyone else outside of Bolivia uh, who is not Bolivian that follows Bolivia football. But apparently Club Bolivar is the most, the biggest club in Bolivia. Now, at first I thought, oh, well, CFG, City Football Group, they bought another team. And that's what the football mob was saying again. What? Look at your facts. Dig, dig, critically think, y'all. I thought I initially thought, but I didn't have any information that, oh, they bought another team. But in fact, it's not a buy. It is actually City Football Group's biggest partner, first, not biggest, but it's their first partnership. They didn't buy the club to run it. They didn't buy the club to take it over uh, like they have with some other clubs or dotted around the world. What they did is they basically made a partnership, which in that partnership, there is a collaborative consultancy uh, and otherwise other agreement in place between the, the, the club and City Football Group where the club, Club Boulevard, in this case, is able to get consultation information, data, resources, things like that to help improve their club from a business standpoint and a product on the field standpoint in order to get better. In return, City Football Group gets uh, a another foothold, a bigger, even bigger foothold in the South American football market, which is a strong business strategy. It's a sound business strategy. You got to remember, though, and people don't like to hear this, is that City Football Group is a business entity. And what is the the most important thing to a business in order for it to thrive and to survive in in any age post the medieval times? Building up capital. Getting product out there. And in this case, it's football and other things for City Football Group because we have consultancies and agreements and data sharing and personnel sharing and things like that. Expertise sharing, but the pro and get that product out there that people have value that they want to purchase. That is what business entities do in football. Now, there's a good way to do it and there's a bad way to do it. I will not talk about the bad way because, again, this this podcast lasts 66 minutes. But my point is, is that the City Football's group main objective is to put out the best product possible or products possible that people will value, that then they will go to City Football Group or its subsidiaries or the umbrella teams, etc., and purchase their product, whatever that product is that those entities are putting out. That is business. That is sound business. It And a partnership between City Football Group and Club Boulevard is a trade value for value. Club Boulevard pays, gets into City Football Group, 
resources, money, etc., in exchange for what CFG is able to provide them. They have both agreed that it is a win-win deal for both parties. It's not the big fish eating the little fish like y'all want to think about. This is a like-for-like trade agreement. There's what? Value for value. That's what this is. This is not a buyout. This is not people throwing their money around and so forth. But if it was a buyout, what's the problem in that? Again, it's sound business. That's what businesses do. Now, the heart of football, though, I understand, is the grassroots, ground roots, origins of the sport. With the people, not with business, but with people, with people on the ground, workers, church members, citizens. That's the grassroots at the ground level of football, most anywhere in the world. But let's talk about England specifically. Obviously, football did not start out as a professional game in England when the sport grew started growing. It was not. It was done at the local grassroots level. People were not paid initially until it was realized that football itself was a product or could be a product. And people saw value in watching football or being a part of football. And they were willing to trade money for that value in being a part of football, watching it, being a fan, etc. And that's how professionalism got started. I'm going to read you a quote real quick. Because people wanted the, the radical, altruistic mob doesn't like money. Because they don't understand it. They don't understand what it's for. They want to talk about freedom. Uh, not freedom. No. They want to talk about what's fair. They want to talk about not every the equality of of money resources. Okay, they want to talk about how money is evil. It's created evil in football. Okay. Now, admittedly, I will say that in some instances, the evil of money, which isn't really the evil of money. But the fact that people misuse resources, abuse resources, destroy resources in order to obtain money. I'm talking to you, Manchester United. Look, laser looters. I'm talking to you. That's present. Fraud is present. Which is a crime. Okay. Quote. Ayn Rand Atlas shrugged, quote, so you think that money is the root of all evil? Have you ever asked what is the root of money? Money is a tool of exchange which can't exist unless there are goods produced and men able to produce them. Money is the material shape of the principle that men who wish to deal with one another must deal by trade and give value for value. Money is not the tool of the moochers who claim your product by tears or of the looters who take it from you by force. 
money is made possible only by the men who produce. Is this what you consider evil? Disclaimer, y'all. Miss Rand interchanges the word men for human. So just, and she came from an age where there was some degree, well, actually not some, there was a high degree of uh, sexism involved. But she interchanges the word men for human, for people. Okay, she's not saying just men. Now, there's no doubt that City Football Group, Manchester City, have a lot of money. But it's not money that's the problem. That's what they do is sound business practice. By creating City Football Group, buying out, partnering, consulting, going value for value trade is a trade for value for value in order to help both parties. Remember, City Football's group, Manchester City Football Club's main objective is to create in order to survive. They create a product that people value. They purchase that value. They become part of that value. They do value for value for that. And as a result, money is exchanged. That helps everyone. Now, there are owners in football that misuse the resources they have. They misuse and abuse the money. They commit fraud. They take out loans with the government. That's not the role of government, but they take out the rich already. They take out loans on the government. No, that's morally wrong. They, they use the club as collateral in order to buy it. That's horrible business model. It's an anchor. There are people out there that commit fraud in order to get money. That is illegal, but that doesn't make the entire system horrible. One bad strawberry, one bad orange, one bad grape, one bad car doesn't make the entire line, the entire bunch of grapes, an entire bunch of fruit horrible. It's one instance. Now, I have my issue with City Football Group. I have my issue with them around crony capitalism and the fact that there's a pipeline between the government of the United Arab Emirates and City Football Group and then Ur Manchester City. I have an issue with that. But take that aside. As a business entity, their main objective is to survive. And how do you survive? By putting out the best product that people value. People then buy that value. And it's a trade-off, value for value. Now, now ticket prices may be one way or the shirt price may be one way. And people have to then make a choice. Do I value the 60 pounds to get the shirt? more than the shirt and people say no i i I, know i I don't want i don't that's not a fair trade to me that's how business is that's perfectly okay if someone wants values the shirt more than the 60 pounds okay they buy the shirt people make choices in trade it's a it's a trade value for value 
Now, people can choose not to engage in that. Now, sometimes businesses make mistakes by overpricing things and pricing the the, the folks out, and they got to make adjustments to that. But they got to make some decisions because they they also need to understand the value for value trade scenario. But the point is, is that money itself is not the problem. But the radical football mob, the radical altruistic football mob, want to attack money. They want to attack because they don't understand what money is for. They don't understand that football clubs are a business and they have to get that money and put out the product, which is the football or other items related to it in order to get money because it's something of value to somebody or somebody's in order to survive. People don't understand. People don't want to understand that in that altruistic mob, they're collectivists. They want to take by force money from one. They want to steal it from the earners and the producers and give it to, to clubs that don't produce. They want to steal money from clubs to produce and give it to clubs that don't produce, that are managed horribly, that have run themselves into the ground. They want to say the mob want to say the altruistic mobs want to say that football money is bad. Football money has made the Premier League the best league in the world. TV sponsorships have made the Premier League the best product as a league in the world. Hands down. There is no other league better. Hands down. Why? Value for value. And that's where the money comes in. You want to tell me that money is bad. No, it's not the money. It's how people use it. Fraud. Anchoring clubs in debt. Just, you know, mismanagement. There is no such thing or should no be no such thing as too big to fail. Clubs like Sunderland and Leeds and other and Bury and all that stuff, they were mismanaged, y'all. They were mismanaged by their owners and thus went into a death spiral. If you've ever listened to Barry Manilow, 67 hours straight, that type of death spiral is what it is. They ran it into the ground. Should they be, should because of their ineptitude, be bought out? Well, maybe not bought out, but given a given a, a steal the money from the from the clubs actually earn and produce and give it to them who will only just turn around in mismanagement. Should they get money from the government? Your money that was taken from you by force to prop up their mismanaged piece of trash business model? No. How is that morally right? How is that actually fair? It's not. So altruistic football mob, you want to go after Manchester City because they got money. Don't You don't understand what money's for. You don't understand it. All right. It's getting late. Well, actually not late, but it's late for this program. So I want you all to think about the light, look at the light, feel the light around you. In your life, in your world, it's still there. It's still there. But also understand that the darkness is there too. 
Look at the darkness. Acknowledge that it's there, but do not let the darkness ever hug you. And if it does, reach out. Manchester's burning is out.